Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately going to connect with. You're going to totally, totally resonate. It's going to totally be your vibe. And then there's going to be other ones that you're going to be like, hey, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Welcome to Breakfast with Champions, Ramon's top 10 show, exclusively on Breakfast with Champions. Today, we're going to talk about when should you fire your customer, and nine of the things that are going to help you have a better life or build a better business. If you weren't with us yesterday, we talked about Facebook possibly changing its name. We talked about the metaverse and other things, and we're going to touch on some of that today day so get ready buckle up hold on to your seats and i think everything's okay i thought i heard a voice maybe it was someone wanted to chime in it's hard to hear sometimes through my headphones i'll be paused for a minute no okay good so with that let's go on and i see someone texting me let me just see good good good. here we go so ding 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 segment number one using your house for a movie set can be good but disruptive i thought just to tell some of you some of you have like baller houses and you may be like ramon my house is so fly, like Stephen Coons. I've seen his house. It's a baller house, beautiful. Maybe he wants to have Leonardo DiCaprio or Denzel Washington come by and fill the next movie shoot there. I don't know. I just thought to share it. When I saw that headline, it grabbed me. I'm like, you know what? Maybe somebody here has a house. I know Glenn Lundy has an amazing house. That's what he said. So he may want to have a movie shot in his house. Ding, 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 ding. How to fix Facebook, IG, and social media. We talked yesterday all about social media. It's something we do quite a bit at Breakfast with Champions. And it got me thinking. Oftentimes, we justifiably complain about social media. But I must say, did you know one simple thing we can do is to change the defaults. Change the defaults. Three things you can do right now 
so that you're not sucked into the social media vortex. Remembering it is a choice, by the way, that we choose to because we like the connectivity. God has made us as humans loving to connect with each other, loving to hug each other, shake hands with each other, affirm each other, see a smile. So social media does have its benefits. I mean, imagine if I was faxing Tamara three times a day, telling her something. That'd be kind of, it just wouldn't be the same experience as sending her a video or audio message. So one, don't show the darn notifications. I've done this on my phone. I can get down and dirty with social with the best of them, right? We're all in this together. We all know about social media and all these things. People like Brian Fanzo maybe take it to another degree, but we can all get on social media. But I've turned off the notifications on most of my apps. So even WhatsApp, I control certain groups I don't show the notifications of. I manually go and check them. So that's one. Edit your phone, adjust your phone so you don't see the notifications. Number two, change the way that the posts are viewed. Did you know that the social media people that be – I think Facebook, in fact, recently changed the algorithm to show you the post not in chronological order, but by some secret algorithm to feed you the post they think you want the most, which could be a good thing. But you know what? Put it back to chronological or however you want. The point being, you can change the way you're viewing post to the way you want. Number three, limit the data that the social media companies collect on you. Now, that can be very political, and I'm not going to get into it right now. We covered this for like three or four hours, it seemed, last night, an amazing pop-up room all about this. But my point is I'm from the belief I just don't care about tracking. It doesn't bother me. I've given up. The world has my data, and it's the way it is. I do understand when I click on an ad in the airport, that ad's going to follow me to the home. It's going to follow me to my church. It's going to follow me in my car. It's going to follow me until I buy, and then even after I buy, I don't care anymore. Some of you may not like that. You can limit the amount or what data is collected on you by many of the social media companies. So definitely do consider that. Ding, 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 ding. Point number three. What makes a great YouTube channel? This was pretty cool. Many of us are trying to build a variety of platforms in a variety of different areas. Here we're on social audio, but YouTube is still a formidable uh, uh, platform that many of us are considering. This was done by Yoast. Yoast is an amazing WordPress plugin that helps you with all things SEO. And they had a few key points, which I'm going to take the time a bit to go through with how to make a great YouTube channel. By the way, those of you who are listening to the sound of my voice live or who will be listening to the podcast episode of it, all you have to do is DM me on Instagram. DM me on Instagram, simply three letters, B-W-C, B-W-C, and I will send you all these tips, and you can follow along with me right now, in fact. So B-W-C on Instagram, just DM that to me, and I will send you this entire list, my show notes. So what do they say? Here's how to make a great YouTube channel. Check this out. And some things that you're hearing, it could be very helpful for you for other uh, channels or other platforms as well. One. A clear value proposition for subscribers. Two, all killer content, meaning all great content, and no filler content. Three, 
featured sections on your homepage. I recently did that even on my own uh, YouTube channel, Smart Hustle. It's not something I'm diving into a lot, but you can even see what I've done, youtube.com slash smart hustle. I have some featured section, Ramon's interview, Ramon tips, things like that. Number four, a channel trailer and a featured video. A channel trailer and a featured video. Number five, beautifully designed and consistent thumbnails. I must say, um, Evan Carmichael, uh, uh, online influencer, really says this quite a bit as a social media marketing world, and he said that was one thing he did, which really, quote unquote, 10X'd his YouTube channel by just having better, more vibrant, more clear and consistent thumbnails. All this takes time. So be careful what you invest your time in because we can't do everything. Number six, click-worthy titles. I've seen so many headlines that just kind of suck. You know, they're just like boring. I, I can't even think right now what a boring headline would be. But I'll give you an example. Glenn, you may have heard his comment to me earlier today where he, I think yesterday he had a $10,000 keynote. I wasn't able to listen to him live, but I saw that headline, and as Glenn knows, it grabbed my attention. So I actually saw it come up in my Spotify notification already. It grabbed me. So my point is headlines are very, very important in anything we're doing, even Breakfast with Champions. This is a discussion we've had. Uh, Glenn has, has highlighted Sarah McCord quite deservedly today, her and her team. How do we make this platform, even BWC, better for you? Part of it is headlines. So as you can see here, right, Transformation Thursday, steps you can take this afternoon, right? My segment's all about practical things you can often do today. Number seven, content to meet search demand and content to keep audiences coming back. So that was a few tips, eight tips with what you can do to make a great YouTube channel. And definitely you can check that out. Just DM me the word BWC on Instagram. Ding, 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 ding. This one was pretty controversial. And in fact, it left me not wanting to go outside today. I'm not some Brian Benstock I'm going to go 75 hard. I'm not like a Scott Simon. Yeah, after I do my investments, I'm going to go eat oatmeal and go jog. I'm definitely not a Glenn Lundy. Oh, it's raining outside. Huh, that must be the universe telling me to press on. I'm a bit of a wimp. So my point being, here's the headline that I saw. You burn fewer calories than you think when working out. I was like, really? All this working out I'm doing, almost 50 pull-ups a day, almost 50 push-ups a day, the stretches I do, the 30 to one-hour power walks, I'm like, it's all for naught? So I don't think the article was quite saying that, but they were saying that workout is useful, but not just for burning calories. That's Sorry, not the, not, the article's not saying that. That's my input of it. Two, studies show your body compensates when you burn fat is what this article is saying. But I do think the bottom line is eating healthy is important for sure and not just exercise. So one thing I must say about Breakfast with Champions, you will get a potpourri dish of knowledge on BWC. We have our resident health expert, uh, Dr. Shapiro, and I'm sure there are several others as well who are our resident experts on health. They just don't come to mind right now, but we have many health discussion on this platform. All right. Ding, 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 ding. Did you know that YouTube has a secret kind of ninja little uh, 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 unit to help its top stars? Did you know that? YouTube, I'm quoting from this article here, YouTube, a unit of Alphabet Inc.'s 
Google has more than 1,000 employees across 45 countries to offer advice and guidance to its creators, and executives say it's hiring more. Another part of the article I quote says, YouTube strategic partnership managers advise about 12,000 creators. So what this means is if you're in the top Echelon, echelon. Somebody can correct me on that after I after I'm done my segment here. I always forget how to pronounce that word. There's a special team of YouTube that helps its top creators do better, and I have no doubt that Clubhouse has something like that. I'm sure they've talked to maybe Glenn or Sarah, and we had Elisa right yesterday. I think her name is that. Who was yesterday? She has like a hundred thousand followers, and we had people like that. I'm sure all the platforms have a special unit to help people kind of who are their top performing. Uh, talent. So that was interesting that YouTube knows the power of content and it has a small team it's put together or a growing team to help creators do more work. So that was pretty cool. And you may not have YouTube's attention as you're being a creator, but there's all kind of people in the BWC community that for sure can help you. Book writing comes to mind. Patricia, right? We have our own resident book publishing person uh, in BWC. Ding, 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 ding. Retiring at 65. This was, this was an interesting article. I'm not going to go to it in depth because I'm not a financial planner in any uh, stretch of word, but it grabbed me. Many of us, as we're getting older, I'm almost 50. My clock is ticking. I'll be dead in 40 to 50 years. And in a certain amount of years, I want to do something different with my life and make a greater impact, which goes to the word, quote unquote, retiring. So the article was talking about retiring in a different sense, but retiring at 65, and it got me thinking, if you're not thinking of financial planning, if you're not doing your own due diligence in how to retire or get more wealth as you get older, if you don't have a professional to talk to, if you're not just researching and watching YouTube videos or whatever, you need to do that, and the best time to do it is right now. One little nugget I will say in full disclosure, I am not giving financial advice. I'm just kind of quoting here and summarizing the article. One thing they did say that we all can do more is how much more can we contribute to our retirement accounts. In fact, the article, the article was saying maybe even consider not paying off your home mortgage to put more money aside for your retirement. So that was an interesting article as well. And again, you can get that link. Just DM me BWC on Instagram. Ding, 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 ding. Digital payments are nice, but be careful. Digital payments are nice, but be careful. This was interesting as well. We often have digital payments galore in our uh, world. I, mean, I don't know about you, but I know for me, I have automatic payments, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, this article, that article, my National Speakers Association, Arete Group, and all kind of things are automatically deducted, just bing, 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 bing going forward. But you got to be careful. So one, there's automatic payments. That can be pricey. Be careful just these payments come through, but make sure you monitor them. What happens if one of the automatic payments that you're going through, what happens if they increase the fee and you don't know it? And what about over time that there's money being paid on things you don't need, you're not using anymore? I mean, think about myself. What if I have an automatic payment going to like a hair coloring and curling uh, salon? That may have been back in the day, but Ramon don't need hair coloring and curling today for sure. You can just look on my profile and see that. See, so you get what I mean. Ding, 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 ding. This was really good. Not every good worker has to be a superstar. Now, 
I would really love some input on this as I come to an end here. I have a few more tips. But not every good worker has to be a superstar. This is by the BBC. I thought it was really interesting. Oftentimes, indeed, we shine the light on our rock star employees, as we should, because in some way, especially on a very small team, you need everybody to pull their weight and then someone to be a ninja. But what the BBC was doing, especially in corporate America, they were saying that, I quote, middle-of-the-pack employees are often maligned or even misunderstood. Think about any curve, and most people are somewhere in the middle. He says most employees are average, and that's a good Thing. So it's not fair for me to, you know, I can't go through the whole article, but I thought it was interesting for us, especially those of you who have a larger team. Now, my team only has five people on it. We have a team of five. Everybody on there is a rock star ninja in video editing, photography, design. Uh, my executive assistant and project manager, she like just drives the team and she supports me because I, I, I can go many different places. She grounds me. So I need everybody to be on point. But as I grow, does everybody have to be a ninja and a rock star? I don't know. It's okay maybe to have some average people who want to come in at nine, leave at five, and they do their job relatively well. So I don't know. It's just something to think about. And Deo Alexander, one of our BWC hosts, Alexander uh, Gonzalez, he interviewed her about a week ago, uh, the, the founder of the Wisdom app. That's Deo. And she said something very interesting. She said, while many of the platforms – Focus on the top creators and top superstars, those who have millions of followers, which are good and important. Our room yesterday had over a 1,000 people in it, in large part, I think, because some of the quote-unquote big dogs came out, right? Glenn invited his friend. I think it was Elisa. I hope I'm giving credit to the right person. She then invited some other people. I've never hung out with people in a room that had millions of followers. I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. But what Deo said was – She's also wants to be focused on the middle creators, and that's why instead of her being focused so much on the large following, her algorithm, she's focused on the length of time. So what are the amount of time that her creators are on the app? I thought that was very interesting. That doesn't mean she's looking for average people, but you get my point. She's not just looking for people that have billions of followers. She's looking for people that have uh, that, that are on there and engaged and using the app. Ding, 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 ding. This was interesting. And the headline of what I wanted to talk about today, when should you fire a customer? This is from Built In. When should you fire a customer? Interesting. Sometimes we hold on to customers so long because we want them to pay us. We're getting the money. It's hard for us to say no. But as Alexandra Carter teaches just all the time, I've learned this from her. I'm quoting Alexandra Carter right now. She says, sometimes a no saves you from a bad yes. So this is important to keep in mind. So when should you fire a customer? The article says, a, when the customer falls behind on bills. That's one. Two, when the team can't satisfy the customer. I've been in situations like that. I'm guessing you have to. You are the team. You're doing everything you can for the customer. But you know, Roberto, a fake name I'm using, keeps calling every day and saying, no, the meat was too cold. No, the meat wasn't cut right. No, my plate was too small. No, my plate was too big. No, I asked for a sausage, not spaghetti. No, I asked for spaghetti, not broccoli. After a while, you're like, dude, you know what? We just can't do nothing right. You need to move on and go to somebody else. So I thought that was interesting. It's okay to fire a customer.
All right, 748, we got 12 minutes to go before our next session. I think it's going to be Justin and Amanda. They are going to bring the fire down, so stay tuned for that. So I have a choice. I either can do a review of the metaverse, Facebook's changing its name, and cat what we talked about yesterday, or I can do Ramon's top tools. What I think I'm going to do is a recap of what we talked about yesterday real quick, and then I'm going to leave time for discussion, and I may save Ramon's top tools for next Thursday at 7.30, or those who've DM'd me BWC, you'll get those top tools right now. So I think I'm going to jump right into our discussion yesterday. I thought it was very interesting. We talked basically two things, and I'm going to say this in summary as I can. Facebook is changing or rumored to be changing its name. And Mark Zuckerberg has said months ago, and especially this was highlighted in the most recent rumor or most recent assumption that Facebook will change its name of this thing called the metaverse, which is a connectivity of all of us around the world. Here's a few key points from our discussion that I put together from memory. So one, calm down. It's not going to affect your life. But two, sit up and take notice because this is going to affect your life tomorrow and today. So what is Metaverse? It's really a digital platform enhanced by augmented and virtual reality where people interact through digital avatars and possibly more. So that's the essence of it. You can just Google that definition, just pulling some things together for you. Four, my advice, stay abreast of digital of the digital world and the digital revolution. This doesn't mean you have to geek out and be a ninja of it like some of our resident people, you know, Brooke Lacey and Brian Banzo and Kelsey Stark and Kimberly King and others who voiced in. But do understand about it. So this gap between the haves and haves not does not leave you stranded in the middle there. Do you want a world of no privacy? You have a tough choice. I, I think it's nearly impossible to, to, to have in a world where your privacy is absolute unless you're going to live off the grid. And very few of us want to live off the grid. At the very least, we want to show our grandmothers our new babies, right? At the very least, we want to just send a video message to somebody at the very least. The other thing that came up, is Facebook evil? Maybe. I don't know. You got to be there for these pop-up rooms. There's a lot of discussion. Or is it just taking advantage of those who want a lot of free connectivity? We talked about that. The other thing we talked about is the AR glasses, augmented reality. I think it's Oculus, I believe. I think they're teaming up with Ray-Ban as well and et cetera, this whole thing of glasses. And this was pretty scary. There's a lot the glasses can sense about you, your emotions and things just on your earlobes, your temperature, things of this nature. So that was a pretty interesting discussion as well. The rebrand. There was a question came up. Sarah got a, law Sarah got a lawyer to kind of chime in, and we all were just giving our opinions and things. But is the corporate restructuring, will it help give some legal protection from Facebook of the possible, possible government breakup of Facebook? Possible. You all are hearing the rumors and the news and et cetera, right, from the whistleblower. And the, the, the legal person said, yeah, this could give it some legal protection. So that could be one reason why they're trying to restructure a bit ahead of that. Um, we talked about NFTs and crypto and blockchain. These are things way out of my pay grade. I know what they are to a degree, but my focus is really on the smallest of small businesses. So I'm still on like email marketing websites and funnels. <laughs> I like me and Elijah Bowie and others. I'm like on that level. But this is stuff you shouldn't ignore. You should still understand it and be aware of it. And I would say you can't fight the digital revolution, embrace it, or get run over by it. But you can limit, though, 
how you interact with it. Listen, my name is Ramon Ray, one of 80 hosts on Breakfast with Champions. I hope you join us in Lexington, Kentucky on November 5th, 6th, and 7th at the Grow For God Conference. The main thing I want you to do, if you haven't gone to breakfastwithchampions.live, breakfastwithchampions.live, please go there to sign up for a podcast. We have 80 and a growing list of hosts, like-hearted people from all different political spectrums, faiths, or non-faith backgrounds, and et cetera, all to pour into you and do three things. You know what it is. Glenn Lundy, the visionary, has said this all the time. We want to motivate you, educate you, and inspire you to be a better human, and we definitely want you to wake up in the morning. So with that, anybody, please, I'd love to get comments. We have eight minutes to go. Just unmike. Don't say hey. Say your name so I hear your name. Just unmike and say your name. Don't say hey, Ramon, because it won't mean anything to me, and let's have a conversation. Unmike, say your name. Unmike, Todd say your name. Skelton. Paul, floor's yours. Go for it, brother. Good morning, Ramon. Listen, I want to I want to emphasize something that you said that I think is so keenly important. Um, I have a pretty good sized group of individuals, uh, you know, in my organization. We have about twenty one hundred employees in the automotive space that I'm the CEO of, and I think what you said about you, you know, oh, most of those people are going to be average. That is, that is something that a lot of leaders miss. And you're never going to have all of your people in the top 10%. But I think the other piece of that, Ramon, is that what you need to do to move those people up and get them from middle to, to third, uh, from third quartile to the second quartile and, and continue to help them develop is you need to focus on their strengths. So many times I see that my leaders, and I've done this in the past as well, always want to talk about the the issues with that person and they're not good at this and they're not good at that. We have to play to their strengths. If we can improve their strengths and understand that every human is going to have weaknesses and not focus on that part, we really build a stronger team. So I just wanted to add that because I think you are so spot on and, and I appreciate you and I appreciate what you add and, and I appreciate this room and, and Mr. Lundy, who would, he and I will be speaking a little bit later this morning. Thank you so much. Uh, Todd, thank you, man. And thank you for having, thank you for being here. I can't wait to engage with you more and, and learn from you more. Thank you. Unmike, say your name. Unmike, say your name. What's up, Amelia? Good morning. Unmike, say your name. Ramon, good morning. It's Linnell Burns. How are you? Linnell, floor's yours. Go. Awesome. Welcome. Uh, so yesterday, that pop-up room in regards to the NFT, the blockchain, and, you know, all of the conversations that were there, it was just such an eye-opening experience because these things are happening behind the scenes. Um, of course, with the fact that more data is going to be exchanged, it's also going to be um, like a, a wormhole when it comes to identity theft and just people voluntarily giving up their information because they're looking to participate in this new way of, of being. And so just uh, keeping in mind that we have to make sure we are protecting our identities. We're also doing the things that are necessary in order to see what is actually happening on our credit reports and our medical files. Identity theft takes so many different forms. And so, um, you know, I don't want to go into it, but I definitely want to just let people know that this is something I specialize in and we can definitely have a conversation. You can either uh, DM me here or on Instagram because it's, an, it's a conversation that needs to be had. I'll go ahead and mute out. And this is Linnell Burns. Thank you, Raymond. Ramon. Hey, Linnell. Thank you so much. Glad you're here. Thank you so much. Unmike, say your name. You got about three minutes left. And then I do want to share a few things as we close and transition, but on mic and say your name. Hey, Ramon, this is Mariana Thomas. Mariana, floor's yours, go. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you on the reminder of the 
automatic subscriptions. Oh my God, <laughs> that was great because I had so many domains. <clears throat> they are, you know, they're, they're renewed automatically and other things. And I was like, ooh, I just got a notification the other day, a bunch of stuff. And I didn't even look if the prices change. I just say, okay. So thank you so much for that reminder. And, and I also wanted to expand on what Todd was mentioning. You know, when um, that was great, Todd, by the way, focusing on the strengths of the employees, but also when people, uh, when they do something amazing and, and the leader wants to promote them right away, you know, that's very important to notice that they did, they, because they sold a lot or, uh, you know, had a great month, they want to be promoted to the next level because what, they're not ready for that next level. And when they go there, they, they, they fail quickly and, and they feel um, like a failure and, and can really um, downplay, it can really make them feel pretty bad and it's not their fault. It's just the leader wasn't aware that they were not ready for the role yet. Okay, doesn't mean they're, they're not good enough and they can be a leader later. They just gotta prepare first and work on their strengths to get there. So thank you, back to you. Hey, Mariana, thank you so much. I'm gonna spend the next three minutes sharing some things of what BWC means to me. But if somebody has something burning, you can unmute in one second. But I just, I always want to share, and I think I'm just really exemplifying and doing what Glenn has done all the time. He shines a spotlight. Um, I've been in business for over 20 years, started four companies, sold two companies. BWC is one of the best things that have happened to me in a long time. And I just want to use opportunity to thank all of you who are here. As we say, there's some of us who are on stage and speaking as hosts. Some of you are on stage actively. You have the power to unmute and share and talk on your mic, right? Others of you are in the audience there. And so I just want to say thanks for being here. And Sarah, jump in anytime. I'm not sure if you're on mic and mic, but as you know, Sarah, anytime, jump in. And I just want to say thank you all for being here. And I, I, as I scroll down on the stage, as I scroll down, I'm not going to be able to call everybody, but Scott Simon, man, I've learned so much from you just when you talk about family legacy and things like that. You know that. Tamara, it was so good seeing you in Dallas and all that you do, your book and your power and your faith. It was amazing. Stephanie, I don't know you, but just hearing you today and Todd, you know, as I scroll down, Dr. Rowe, you and I had had some long conversations. You're like a baller, a quiet strength. Dr. Janie, man, your sessions on, on life, you know, and all that is powerful. David Spizak, man, I don't think you and I have met, but hearing your sessions, your coaching that you give to people every other Friday. See, I got it. I signed up for this Friday, David Spizak. Hearing Amelia, oh, my girl. Amelia's been my girl before she knew she was my girl. So, I mean, her sessions, I followed her for years. I see you, Amelia. Alexander, you can't find somebody that brings more spice to a stage. Marcus, my brother, I flew to Dallas, as you know, just for a few hours just to see you and shake your hand because the power you give. Nate, hearing you there was amazing. Christina, it was so good seeing you in Dallas as well. And I could go on and on. Some of you who DM me, Triple J, I don't think we've met, but I know your name. Nivia, thank you for saying good morning all the time. Monica, good to see you and being here. Jean, you know you're my homegirl from NSA and beyond, way beyond NSA. You, you and I are sister and brother. GI, thanks for sharing, Megan. And it wouldn't be fair for me to keep going on, but I just want to say, as I see the name Solana, good seeing you at Breakfast with Champions in New York, and I hope I get to see you in um, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, Ramon, Justin, I know you're at the top of the hour, but all I have to go. say to you is burnt pancakes. 
girl. You know it. You know it. That's how we roll. Well, <laughs> but with it was that... the best introduction <laughs> ever, by the way. <laughs> Tamara, there's just something about hearing that knife through those pancakes. If they're your complexion, Tamara, the pancakes are not good enough. <laughs> if they're if they're lighter than me, they're not good enough. They got to they got to make me look like you. That's how the pancakes are, Tamara. And you know it. One day you have to have some. But thank you, Tamara, for being here. Anybody listen, I'm Ramon Ray, one of many. Breakfast with Champions host. We're here to motivate, educate, and inspire you every single day with hours and hours of content. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.